KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. When Hyde Park on Hudson played at the Telluride Film Festival earlier this year, Bill Murray was there to talk about playing Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He was asked the inevitable question of what he thought of his character, and he replied, he's a big guy. He's on the dime. Well, fair enough. Actors are often unwilling or unable to articulate what they do when the lights go on and film rolls. In fact, Bill Murray gives a fascinating performance, even though his FDR was conceived and written as a fairly small guy at the center of a small film that miniaturizes its hero in the process of humanizing him. The time is 1939. Hitler is poised to pounce on a terrified Europe, while Roosevelt is finding what peace he can at his beloved family estate in upstate New York, overlooking the Hudson River. The first time we see him is from the viewpoint of Daisy Sukley, a distant relative played by Laura Linney. FDR has summoned her from her home in nearby Rhinebeck to be some sort of assistant. Daisy enters the president's study and walks slowly toward him. What she sees is her famous fifth cousin seated at his desk. What we see is a combination of Bill Murray and FDR, which is a nice thing about the performance. It isn't mimicry, just a modest, impressionistic approach that's enjoyable on its own terms. There is, of course, the famous smile, the pince-nez glasses, and the upthrust chin that signifies a depression-defying optimism. Instead of FDR's patrician speech pattern, though, Bill Murray uses his own voice with unforced warmth and, except for a few outbursts, calm rhythms that bespeak power through ease. This approach works best during a crucial meeting between FDR and young King George VI, who's come to Hyde Park with his queen to seek American support for Britain in the war that will surely come. Unfortunately, though, the film's main concern isn't Anglo-American relations, but Roosevelt's relations, sexual and otherwise, mainly with Daisy. For her, the whole film is a belated coming-of-age story, coupled with an education in what cads men of vast power can be. None of this was intended as a takedown of a towering historical figure. There have always been stories about Roosevelt's fondness for women— the film simply hangs a speculative drama on one of them, and Laura Linney is perfectly lovely in the role. But this is 1939, for goodness sake, a fateful year in the history of the world when FDR represents the free world's best hope, and here we are learning more than we need to know about his seductive ways, his casual misogyny, and what he did with Daisy while they were listening to Moonlight Serenade and his convertible in the middle of a field of flowers. At moments like that, the big guy on the dime could fit on a tarnished penny. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.